This is the Truth Network. Hidden treasures of the Song of Songs, which is Solomon's. Oh, the ninth verse of the (laughs) fourth chapter of the Song of Solomon is the Tet, which would mean goodness, right? The, the, The letter Tet means goodness, and this letter, this particular verse may be too good to be true. It not, it really isn't too good to be true. The truth of it is something that maybe we all need to just bask in somehow, like, oh my goodness, if we could just bask in this truth, like, oh my goodness. So, we will read it, and I think you'll see how good it is. <laughs> so, the ninth verse, Thou hast ravished my heart, my sister, my spouse. Thou hast ravished my heart with one of thine eyes and with one chain of thy neck. Like, wow, with one of thine eyes and one chain of thy neck. Like, man, and I'm, I repeated that for emphasis. <laughs> Because I think when we get to all that's there, I, I think you'll just reflect on that with me and go, yeah, this verse is so good. I mean, when you think about it, how good it is, it's just remarkable um, that we have ravished Jesus's heart. That that actually, uh, when you look at the Hebrew of it, it's beautiful. It's it's a it is the root of the word heart, which is a lamed and a bet, and then they just add another bet because we're skipping a beat here. It has to do with his heart beating faster. And I like even what Matthew Henry said. This is a word that kind of just stands out there that they've translated into something, but it's a word all in its own. It's the only place you'll find it in the Bible. And it certainly has to do with something to do with Solomon's heart, or in this case, Jesus's heart. When he looks at you, it gets a word all its own. <laughs> It's just spectacular. And when you think about his heart being ravished by us, then he gives us some titles that are really unique. He calls us the sister bride, right? And what a neat, neat, neat title is that we are completely family, right? Because we have the same dad. We have a situation here where we are certainly his sister, and we are also certainly his bride-to-be, and you can't help but reflect on who else said that. Well, that would be Abraham and Isaac. Both made reference, <laughs> refer to their brides as their sisters, which you know was somewhat of a deception. But nonetheless, um, you can see the relationship. There's that and, and that history, like he's, he's sharing the your heritage, right? You know, remember in the 119th Psalm, I love the verse that says, I've taken thy testimonies forever as my inheritance, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. Well, as we take on, right, being grafted into Israel, that means we're grafted into Jacob, we're grafted into Abraham, we're grafted into Isaac, and oh yeah, (laughs) we are his sister, his bride. I mean, it's just, that's amazing titles that he gives us, there and something that by itself you just you know ponder on that for a long long time once again he calls us his bride which also you know we, we're going to see a bunch of lameds there again and you can just see his heart is ravished as he's using lots of language that would have to do for longing you know right here and then he says with one of thine eyes and with one chain of thy neck now there's a lot of discussion on what all this means. Um, but I go back to the verse, you, re, you might remember, that you are comely, your, your cheek with rose, your neck with chains. 
And the and the beautiful, really, really cool thing is he repeats um, a couple words here, right? He, you know, he repeats the, the one oneness of things. And in its own way, because the word I and chain are spelled very, very, very similar with very, very similar letters. The word ayin is I in Hebrew, and that is an ayin, which has to do with being yoked and has to do with vision. Like when we see the same thing, we're being yoked, and it has a lot to do with being a servant, right? As we have eyes for Christ, we want to serve him, and there you go. And so there's this ayin and then a yud which the Yud, of course, is, is like the spark of God. So in your eyes, right, he can see the spark of God that, that it, we're going to hopefully be yoked to. And then a Nun, which is, again, that letter that means faith. In other words, when we have dove eyes, you know, we, we have this faith that Jesus is coming through for us, and hopefully we're looking at him. And the idea is our eyes actually become Ahmad. That word one in Hebrew is Ahmad and has everything to do with the Lord is one, you know? It has to do with unity. And it's unity with the Father because you hear how that word starts with the Aleph. And that Aleph has everything to do with the Father, right? <laughs> and so, you know, as this idea of unity with the Father it is in humility, actually, as you can hear the Dalit at the end of that, that as we become one, because the second letter in Ahad is Ahet. So here you have a unity with the Father in humility, like, man, okay. So as we're doing all that with both of our eyes, they become one. If you think about how the eye and even looks, it looks like a Y. And so you have two different sights that you see. But in your mind, you only see one picture because it combines into one vision. And so with one eye, right, you, you see you've got this one vision, and that vision is those dove eyes, right? You, you're, you're, you're looking to serve. You're looking to give up your life for Jesus. It's just this beautiful, beautiful picture. And then, very cool, the word chain. And we've talked again before about the neck and how it has to do with righteousness. But the idea of chains that came also from the very first chapter that, you know, your beautiful, your neck is beautiful with chains. And this works both practically as well, in my opinion, <laughs> with the way the letters work, okay? So the idea of, of the neck, if you can picture this, if every, you know, again, love movie, I saw one last night. It was really, really cool. And on Pure Flix, by the way, I watch Pure Flix, not Netflix. I got that wrong. <laughs> it was like called Identical Love. But anyway, this girl was constantly looking up at this boy in admiration and love. And she had this vision of unity with him, right? As she looked up, her neck is looking up. But when she looked down, blushing, you see, the neck is going up and down, and if you go look at your mirror, at your neck in the mirror, and you might guess I did this, right? When your neck goes up and down like that, in admiration up to Jesus, and then looking down, blushing in humility, guess what happens? You get chains on your neck. <laughs> and of course, that whole thing, that the, the, the word neck, um, excuse me, the word chain is, again, this beautiful picture of the same almost exact thing as eyes, that it starts out with an ion. Then it comes back with a nun, just like the end of the word ion. 
And then beautifully, 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 the last letter is a kuf. And you know that that letter, as we've talked about through the whole kuf section, that has to do with proximity <laughs> and uh, time, actually. But you know, the idea of proximity is that, that hopefully that neck is longing to be close to Jesus. In other words, that's why you're looking up, you're looking down. You know how it is when you when you get a look at your wife looking at you, or maybe you've got a husband that every once in a while you catch his glances looking at you. Why? Because his neck turned his head. I mean, <laughs> I love that line in the big fat Greek wedding when she says, you know, the man may be the head, but the woman is the neck. <laughs> <laughs> because the neck moves the head, right? And and so there's this idea, right? That that this is that we are one with Jesus in the idea of that iron, right? That's in both neck and eyes. That I'm excuse me. That's in both chain and eyes. The word neck starts with a zaddy, which has to do with righteousness. Again, like the neck would be, but the chain that he's talking about that he that's the one one you know, ring of that chain and one of her eyes is all making them one, right? As you picture this couple, right, just gazing into each other's eyes, they're becoming a mod. They're becoming one in humility. In other words, I'm no longer the big focus in this story. We are. And, and, and what a cool, cool idea of this. Like, can we bask in the idea that Jesus thinks that we are, <laughs> he, he ravishes us and he's ravished by, by our oneness of our eyes as we look up to him and, 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 and the chains of our neck as we are yoked to him. You can't help but see, again, when you look at an iron, it looks like a yoke and that's very much at the beginning. The word yoke starts with an iron as it would because it's, it's, it's the same idea of having a similar vision and your neck turning in order to see your beloved so my story for this, you know, yesterday <laughs> in my uh, never-ending challenge to um, just kind of do some new things in my life. So I've been taking walks every day for about an hour, and I like to go to parks. And one of the parks I like to go to is here in Winston-Salem. It's called Rinalda Park. And in Rinalda Park, I got this little app from my phone that'll take a picture of a plant. And I love flowers. I just do. And there are these beautiful little flowers by the side of the path quite often. And I looked it up on the WhatsApp, and it turns out it's called an elephant's foot. And so it's got these big leaves that kind of lay out on the, flat on the ground, and then it shoots up a stem with a beautiful purple flower. Well, I just love those things. And I noticed that in the sort of a damp part of the wood that, that you often see these elephant um, feet, and I just love those. So yesterday, because I was in Moxville, I do my devotions in my Christian Business Men's Committee meeting on my devotions at the at the retirement home. Unfortunately, they have COVID, so I had to just hand them my jokes and leave. But anyway, I, I walk at a different park, which is called Rich Park, which is there in Moxville. And so I'm going on my walk yesterday, again, in an effort to both spend time with God through the, in the middle of the day, but also to lose weight and walk and do all the things. But it's really, really fun to walk with him. So as I'm walking with him, I'm like, Lord, I want to see some elephants. I know this is a very similar terrain. It also runs right by a little stream like the like the park there in um, in Winston, Bethabra Park. And so I thought, well, certainly I'm going to see these elephant feet, right? <laughs> well, I looked and I looked and I looked and I looked. 
And I, and I didn't see him. I saw some other beautiful things, and God and I had a good time on the walk, but I was just really disappointed because I didn't see any elephant's feet. So anyway, as I'm about to leave to get my car to go back to the station, I look, and there's a little bridge that is crossing, a little cute little bridge that somebody had built across, not the main stream, but a brook that kind of run in, ran into the stream. And I said, I just want to go across that bridge. That looks kind of cool. And as I went across the bridge, there was a big, huge yellow butterfly. And there's been a lot of yellow butterflies this season. I don't know why, but they're beautiful and I love them. And I was watching that butterfly and I was actually talking to God as I was looking at the butterfly and saying, God, that is one cool butterfly. Thank you for this bridge. Thank you for this butterfly. Thank you for this walk. And so as I'm saying this and I'm watching this butterfly, (laughs) really focused on it, all of a sudden it lands on a little purple flower. And I look and I go, oh my goodness. And on the other side of this bridge was a field that had not one, but probably 300. I mean, I've never seen so many of these elephants' feet in my life. They were all in this little field next to this little bridge that were nowhere near the path or, you know, it just seemed like it just obscure. But this butterfly led me right to the rejoicing of my heart. Now, you can imagine my neck at this point in time and my eyes. Like I was one with Jesus, right? I mean, I couldn't be more in love with the fact that he took time. He knew exactly what I'd been looking for, and he saved the best for last in that walk yesterday. I hope you have a situation today where God winks at you, and you have a chance to look up with your eyes and your neck and look down and blush, because how could this be? How could I be his spouse, his sister spouse? How could this be that I ravish his heart? But thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you that you do. 